Hello everyone, this episode of Talk and Pop for the Cultured is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or existing broadcaster like ourselves, looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. That's poddex.com. Make sure to use that promo code TALKPOP, T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex is the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or simply to gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. That is poddex.com. Make sure to use that promo code TALKPOP, T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. Now, let's get on to the show. Sponsorship for the podcast. It's brought to you by ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN, you're probably wondering what is a VPN. Before we get into it, just to let you know, especially if you want to watch culture content and you figure your ISP is not going to find out what you're doing or your family members aren't knowing what they're doing, you think Incognito Mode is going to save you? Guess what? It's not going to save you. That's where ExpressVPN comes in. ExpressVPN is a virtual private network, a VPN can create a secure tunnel between your device and internet. It pretty much means it hides your information from hackers, your ISP, and the government. Pretty much, especially if you try to go to a public Wi-Fi, if you did not have ExpressVPN, this is what happens. A hacker can connect to that same unencrypted Wi-Fi network and can steal your personal information. By having ExpressVPN, it'll help encrypt your internet connection using the highest standards of encryption currently available. It will take a hacker with a superior billions of years to crack. That means when you're traveling, as long as you have ExpressVPN, you turn it on. If you got to use a public Wi-Fi at an airport, hotel, coffee shop, by having that, you are perfectly secure. So why I love to use ExpressVPN is because for the podcast, especially a pop culture section one like ourselves, I want to study content. And unfortunately, my streaming service, for example, Netflix has certain content that's geo-blocked. For example, I want to see Studio Ghibli on Netflix. Unfortunately, Netflix USA does not carry it. Lucky for me, I have ExpressVPN. All I have to do is click on ExpressVPN on my laptop, switch my location from where I'm living at, which is in the U.S., to Toronto, Canada, type in Spirit Away, refresh my browser, type in Spirit Away, and voila! Now I get access to the movie Spirit Away, but I also get access to Studio Ghibli's whole library on Netflix. It doesn't work just on Netflix. It works on many streaming services as well, so that way you can enjoy content that's usually blocked by geolocation. So pretty much, ExpressVPN, what makes it the best? Well, ExpressVPN offers the fastest speeds. ExpressVPN invests in only in premium servers, making it consistently faster than any VPN provider. 24-7 customer support. Live chat means your questions will be answered within seconds, not hours. It's easy to use. You can use it on your smartphone, your laptop, your tablet, your game console, your smart TV to protect your stuff. Because you're not knowing, if not having a VPN, you know what happens? Pretty much your ISP service provider pretty much can sell your data to advertisers, government officials, and companies. So by having a VPN... They put a stop by encrypting all your data and hiding your location. And guess what? For right now, for listeners and viewers of Talking Popular Culture, you can get three months for free, a free trial of three months by clicking on expressvpn.com slash talkpop. That's expressvpn talkpop. You click on there, you get three months for free for trying out of ExpressVPN. And guess what? They're the number one top-rated VPN provider. Rated number one by CNET, The Verge, Wire, TechRadar, and many more. Also rated 9.5 out of 10 based on 3,131 reviews on TrustFund. I enjoy ExpressVPN, and you guys should enjoy it as well. Just make sure to click on the link in the description below, which is expressvpn.com slash talkpop to save yourself three months for free. That's a three-month free trial. And you can look at the prices that works in a plan just for you. So go ahead, enjoy ExpressVPN just as much as I enjoy ExpressVPN. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show.
What up, fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries? Welcome to another edition of Talking Pop for the Culture, your pop culture-centric podcast. I'm your host, the podcast source. Joining me is my is my brother, the one and only Biko. Hello. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I know being two weeks is something to get used to, but this past weekend, we finally had Comic-Con 2022. And basically, based on the reports and news and stuff, it was really better than last year because you know, now most people have to go. A lot more studios were able to attend. Um, before we get into Comic Con news, um, we do want to point out that the wrestling, the pro wrestling world has different a change. This mm-hmm. man at 77 years old decided to re- this Friday, last Friday, on Twitter announced that he retired from all things WWE. He went on Twitter saying that it's about time for him to take a step back and you know, thank for he thank his first time there, bringing WWE to a national thing, being one of the things worth entertainment, and hopefully he knows things are going well going forward. A lot of people are saying this because of the fact that he's being investigated as well for that hush money. Apparently the federal government might be stepping in because of those per- those payoffs. Oh, from um he paid off the last Trump campaign? Not the campaign. Um he paid off formerly uh former employees that he oh, sexually harassed right. yeah, the right. hush money. So now come. the federal government yeah, the gotcha. federal uh, they're gonna be probably fairly investigated like those actual payoffs. Wow. So Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are both taken over as co-chairmans. And Triple H has returned to his duty as EVP at Calibrations. But that's not all. He has now been put in charge of creative, head of creative for NXT, Raw, and SmackDown going forward. So there's a lot of people being excited because you know why? He tur- When he took over NXT from Dusty Rhodes, he turned that thing into basically what AEW is now. That's what NXT is. And of course, he had to take a step back when he had the heart issues and NXT went through that whole 2.0 reboot. But now people are excited, you know, fans are excited that, you know, Triple H will piping that fire that he brought NXT in the past to the, the main show brands. Of course, you know, um, with Vince Nelson tired, Brock Lesnar wasn't too happy. He stepped out of the arena before SmackDown, but eventually he did come back to cool off, and then eventually came back. Um, but like I said, Vince McMahon, you know, for the things he's done, you know, he's just going to keep in his pants. But other than that, um, he did... Took WWE from, you know, he bought it from his dad. Took it from being a Northeastern territory to a national, you know, taking that to national brand and being one of the most recognized brands. So I have to give the brand credit. You know, he took that company from being Northeastern, just territory only. Oh, yeah. Away from the National Wrestling yeah, Alliance, yeah. went national and promoted coast to coast. And, you know, were for him when it had the, wrestler, the wrestlers that we have today, the superstars that we didn't know today, like Sam Johnson, The Rock. Steve Austin taking those guys, you know, from you know, they came from all different, you know, places of life, like former athletes, you know, football players, or you know, former basketball high college basketball players, or from other promotions and taking that character, taking those characters and revitalizing it. He brought us the attitude era, of course, moments the whole Shawn Michaels Bret Hart survived since '97. Um, the attitude era is one thing that we got to give him credit for, of course, with this aggression, of course, Pijira, we got Pijira. SummerSlam that's supposedly coming out this Saturday is gonna, possibly going to be announced as TV14 for the first time since early 2008 before they went PG. It'll be now, though, he's going to the TV14 audience, but as a way to compete with Ali Wrestling. Hmm. And it's fine because Tony Khan made a joke saying now he's the longest tenured <laughs> uh, president and CEO of a company right now. <laughs> In wrestling. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ring of Honor, too, as well, Ring of Honor had their second pay-per-view under Tony Khan. Um, that before Dishonored's past Saturday, FTR holding on to their belts over the Briscoes. And, of course, the big one, Claudio Castagnoli, also known as Cesaro Davide, wins his first ever world championship by defeating Jonathan Grisham. And there's been reports that Grisham's not too happy with the direction of his character. Apparently, it was a heated exchange with him and Tony Khan. So we'll see how this going on with that. Apparently, he's asking for his release. Um, we'll see how that goes with that story. But, yeah. Um, Reason why they're trying to push more Ring of Honor, and it's kind of cool to bring a lot of Ring of Honor wrestlers to the to AEW as well to get you know possibly another TV deal. Yeah, bring more a Ring of Honor, but it's cool. And they can probably use Ring of Honor also as a development thing as well to you know help a becoming superstar, um, becoming pro wrestlers. Um, like I said, FTR and it's doing great. And of course, AEW is funny because WWE and AEW were both in the same building as Comic Con because they were both had panels. To show like the new figures that are coming out, like Jazzwares, we're showing the figures that are coming out soon. CM Punk getting his new figure with Jazzwares with AEW, Orange Cassidy, Dang, Brian Danielson, um, Jay Cargill. 
And of course, you had WWE there, like Cody Rose was there. Um, he's getting his first figure with WWE, you know, in a long time. Mm-hmm. Under American Nightmare. It's kind of awkward, like both promotions are there. Um, and people, and of course, Brian Danielson made the analysis because they asked him if he got cleared to wrestle. That yes, he is cleared to wrestle. And tomorrow night at AWW night, five for the fallen, he's taking on Daniel Garcia. He said at Comic Con that he's been cleared to wrestle. And people are wondering about CM Punk because the whole plan is for possibly CM Punk facing John Moxley for the unification belt at possible All Out, which is September 4th. Punk is saying right now, is, right now, when they ask him about his injury, like recovery from the surgery, he was wearing a walking boot. Um, he's saying right now his foot is healing. Um, right now, he can't give a timetable, but he's learned to walk. He's talking about with the broken foot. It was like, I guess it was worse than what they predicted. Mm-hmm. So even they asked Tony Conway, did the media circuit for Ring of Honor decide to ask about Punk? What is that? Well, they're saying right now they're hopeful, but he can't guarantee that Punk will be ready by the time um, All Out comes around the corner. Chances are, if that doesn't go through, they might push it to like full gear. And full gear is usually around November. So we'll see what happens with that. However, so Kenny Omega has been in the talks as well, coming back from, you know, taking time off, getting his injuries, you know, taking care of. You know, there's a lot of wrestlers being hurt right now, AEW. So. Lovers have to step up, you know, take the, you know, keep the show going. So, like, um, Jungle Boy was back from injury as well. Adam Cole was nursing injuries with torn labrum, is in a concussion right now as well. Um, so we have to wait and see what happens going forward with these injuries. Um, like I said, hopefully, um, they take, like I say, honestly, they got so many good lot of talent on AEW that the show still is viable, still watchable and stuff. Especially with Jared Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston, Robert has been keeping off, and of course, Wardlow having a belt, and Orange Cassidy and a lot of that, you know, fan, you know, appreciation. Of course, you got John Moxley, Claudio Cassioli, you got the Blackpool uh, Comic Club as well. You have these factions, so it's kind of helping the show still stay relevant and, you know, moving forward with shows and stuff and all that. But now with Triple H taking over the creative aspect of WWE now. We'll see what happens. Now it'll be some major competition. Now there's room, like, now there's like the news report saying, you know, is there a possibility that AWWE could start working with each other? Now that it's a man no longer is, you know, in charge. So who knows what happens? But so apparently, Triple H still keeps in contact with Adam Cole. Like, Adam Cole still keeps contact with Shawn Michaels and Triple H because he you know, respects it. You know, he asks for their advice and stuff. And they've been in the game for so long. Right. So we have to wait and see what happens. Future, like I said, I think Triple H was there backstage Raw last night at Madison Square Garden. So, like I say, we'll see how that storylines go moving forward. We'll see if they're going to make any changes coming to some extent. This is going to be the first review that Triple H will be in charge of creative work. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, we'll see what happens. Like I said, me being having to step into like the chairperson role with Nick Khan as well, being both chairs. You know, we'll see how that goes for the company before. Because, I mean, WWE is a publicly traded company, so they have to, you know, with the whole thing with this man and the investigation, you gotta somehow save things and keep the product going. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to talk about, guys. We want to get the pro wrestling stuff for better out of the way. And like I said, make sure to check out AEW Dynamite tomorrow. Fight for the Fall in there. The charity they're supporting is Ocean Oceania, which is like um, protecting our our world's oceans and conservation. So all proceeds from that, you know, all ticket sales that show proceeds of their sales from those tickets tomorrow goes towards that charity that they're supporting. So that's kind of cool. They do that fight for the fall. They always do it with different charities every year. Hmm. AEW is all about community outreach and stuff. So. Right. So, so let's see here. So let's go ahead and get into the Comic-Con news. Um, I did pull up something from Gizmodo. So Eric is a slideshow that has everything on the news. So we'll start this little slideshow. Um, of course, the big thing was Marvel was the big panel. They announced their, like, phase five movies going forward. And let's go ahead and release some trailers. The only trailer that looks like did not get released to the public was the Guards of the Galaxy Volume 3 because James Gunn, based on seeing it at a Comic-Con, felt the visual effects would need to get released Oh, okay. So that's the only um, trailer I had that didn't get released, but we'll look at the trailers right now. I'm going to show you the trailers for Comic-Con and then um, do these things as well. Let's go ahead and do this 
going to hear them. There's some trailers too. Um, there's a Dungeons Dragons. Like, well, Dungeons Dragons, honestly, what's kind of cool than doing these films is you could pretty much make a campaign. Right. It's, still, it's still respect that you need, but it's kind of cool because now you got Chris Pine as a bard. <laughs> um, so these characters play like their class. So Chris Pye's a bard, I think, if you grant the wizard. Uh, Justice Smith is in there. Um, Michelle Riggs is like a barbarian. So, you can see. So here's the first show. It's called Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I don't know. I'm on theme. So we'll see how people think about this show. Here. There we go. I think Paramount would be. So, I mean, it's probably going to be on the streaming service later on. Yeah. It looks interesting because, like, D&D, dude, like, you can pretty much do any film with it because, like... Yeah, you just make anything you want. Yeah. As long as you follow, like, what the characters are, you know, what their classes are. No, but like it's generally just a movie that could have made anything up for. Yeah. yeah. He's a bard. <laughs> He's a bard. Bard's 2023. And they did say, they mentioned, you know, the, I, I don't know, now we're too young for this, but there was a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon show. Mm-hmm. Apparently that party would make a cameo. Oh, cool. So the people who grew up like, watching Dragons and Dragons, the 80s cartoon, yeah, mm-hmm. those, they just confirm at Comic-Con that they are going to appear in one of the battles, I guess. So basically they're thieves. They're not like your heroes. Yeah. That's just another kind of anti-hero movie thing. It's not bad, right? No, that's alright. Will you go see that movie? Uh, I'd probably just wait till it goes on Paramount Plus, but I'll watch it. It uh, looks alright. Then I guess um they decided to reboot Teen Wolf. Uh, but instead of being you know the campiness with Michael J. Fox. Oh, is... that Teen Wolf. Okay, nice. But they decided yeah. to make it more. I think this is for Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Is it a show? It's a movie. That's oh, a movie. We're gonna go to the trailers too, guys, and then we'll go we'll go to the news as well. The live reactions, guys. <laughs> I don't know if this is based on, I remember they had a TV series. I wonder if it's like a TV series, like a solution to TV series, Team Wolf, probably. That was on MTV, I remember. Yeah. It could be that, because it looks like it's like the actors from the show. They just kind of make a movie or a revival, I guess. So I think it's for people that remember watching the Team Wolf series. I think this is probably like a Oh, re- yeah. This is probably like a revival. So they gave them a movie? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a reunion movie or something. Kind of like yeah. the, kind of like the Disney Plus universe. Well, that's good. So yeah. it's gonna be good for fans who watch the show. Yeah, I think kind of. I think that's on Paramount Plus. So yeah, because I think that actor who plays Superman and Supergirl he was originally from that show. 
Tyler Hawkward is his name. Yeah, I think this is like the actual based on the show. That we're like Streaming soon. Nice. So, oh, so right. If you remember watching that show, you're probably definitely going to enjoy the the movie. Yeah. Or the re- like a reunion movie. Yeah. I like how they're doing that. They're just having them come back like a movie or something. I think they're better off doing a movie. And of course, series again. the one that everyone's looking forward to, the Lord of Rings Ring of Power. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's going to come soon on Amazon next month. Not September, I believe. This is just like prime video, guys. That's a young Galadriel. You'll see a lone Galadriel and Elrond and you see who probably. So Elrond's in there and Galadriel when they're young, I guess. So this is gonna be like hundreds and hundreds of years before, you know. I mean theory. Makeup dude, what's just the horse? I thought it was the shots, but I'm like, holy shit. What do you mean the horse looks real? I like that the cast is so diverse. It looks really good. Just the way that the effects are and everything. The visuals. And I read that you'll probably see female works. So did it say that female dwarves will make an appearance as well, and they'll have beards? Because you ever heard of Gimli when he said that supposedly they say, "Oh, they're not dwarf women." Yeah, so a lot they of people dwarves. say they look like dwarf men. Yeah, they have beards too. Yeah. So you get, they said in the orcs we'll see female works. You know, they never mentioned it in the, in the movie, so it looks really good. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely gonna watch that. If you ever enjoyed Lord of Rings, if you read the Sumerian, I know they said they took some works from that, like some influence from it as well. Right. That's supposed to be like a prequel. I don't know if you ever seen the Star Trek animated one, so my parents watched it. It's just that bad. You want to check out Lord Dex? It's like a Star Trek animated show, but it's like a comedy set in the Star Trek universe. Uh, it looks interesting. I have to check it out. And they went Picard season three, but you see Picard season three is like a Sequel to Next Generation. So they're doing season three, so they're bringing, of course, with um, Patrick Stewart as Song of Picard and you know, how he's doing after you know, the last movie basically they were in. Uh-huh. Was it called Nemesis, right? It was like the last movie they were all together. Uh, sure. I don't know. Okay, here's this one Game of Thrones House of Dragons. 
That's coming soon to HBO Max. It's the prequel to Lord to Game of Thrones. This is a trailer show for Some of the Targaryens are uh, a little lustrous. That's Smith. You drag us, dude. <laughs> Something new. Yeah. I think I'm back to the game with those. I need to get back in season five. I gotta finish the show. Dude. I might have to start over here. Because <laughs> it's been so long. I fell off in Game of Thrones. I might have to like, do like a rewatch. Because I know people that work that read the books, too. So. Now the books are taking a while. Was this even in the book? I don't know. Man, because this looks kind of whack. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just because, like, the way it ended it all, the way they ended it kind of... They had to end because there was I no know, way but the book. I, I know, but it doesn't excuse bad writing. I'm sorry. So, and the way it ended sucked. So, like, watching this, it's kind of like, oh, great. Some of the actors, I guess it's cool they have Matt Smith because he's experienced and he's good at this drama stuff. Um, some of the other actors are portraying the characters that are familiar to the Game of Thrones uh, original series. Yeah, they've been they do not resemble anything. That the young Daenerys didn't look anything remotely close to Amelia Clark. At least try to make him look somewhat similar. They, they don't look at all like Matt Smith playing the older brother, I'm assuming. And, and then they're showing how he takes the throne. I, 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 I get all like. I don't think it's Daenerys. It might be somebody else. It could be the dad, whatever. But they're trying to show her like there's like going to be that link with, that she has with the dragon. Mm-hmm. It looked like her. It looked like her when she's younger. Like that the as a kid. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Then her dad takes the throne. So is that Matt? Uh, whatever. Like we'll, I don't we'll know. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure people who are game, big Game of Thrones fans are just eating this up. But I don't know. It looked kind of whack to me. But that's just I don't know. I'm, I'm biased. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings. I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. I like Game of Thrones though too. But okay, so yeah. now looks like we're gonna be going to the, like the Marvel stuff. So um, this is uh, I am Groot um, uh, yeah. series uh, with Vin Diesel, of course, his voice in Groot. This is probably like a either like Young Groot's Adventures. Mm-hmm. The first trailer on Disney Plus. I don't know if it's gonna be like shorts. I'm guessing. A few words. <laughs> you wrote a few words. <laughs> <laughs> like little, little, little. 
Oh, I think this is before he was uh, he became teenage group. This is like when he's like still like a fan group. I'm guessing. Oh, he's like feeding on the stuff. Oh, just turn. Oh, they're shorts basically. Good, because we only can watch. So this is like with like young season group. This. I think this is like young group. Yes, yeah, it's, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. Yeah, I think it's because the show, because remember, Gary's guessing fine too. I goes like, okay, he's young, and then transitions to him to like, he's a teenager. Yeah, people like so, him when he was a kid. So this is probably the give it to people that you know. What happened to the time when he was a kid? Yeah. So yeah. that's enjoyable. That's shorts. Yeah. Okay, here's She-Hulk, Attorney of Law, and as you can see they redid the, the visual effects, so it looks better. Oh, but, it's a whole another, another trailer of it. Yeah, but it looks like this was the much better, as you can see, it looks more. It's the same. The visuals look better, but I think I just watch it. Just want to show it on the time. This is Power Phase Four. He looks a little better. This is how she looks just like. <laughs> Smart Hulk. This is a multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Multi-year. Got your ass. <laughs> Who's your best friend? <laughs> Spandex. Spandex is your best friend. Yeah, Being a Hulk asks for balance. You have so much more to learn. I kind of like the whole meta thing. That's kind of cool. Like she does the whole meta thing. It's kind of like Deadpool. Like. Okay. I like they got Tim Roth to come back as Abomination, but they make him look more comic accurate. <laughs> I like the whole meta thing. All along! I like the way he's just like his. got the ears. This is what this is the big thing that drew everybody's attention at the Comic Con. Oh yeah, they're doing. Yeah. You saw it's like yellow and it's like yellow and brown, like his first suit was. People forgot that Daredevil's original suit was yellow and brown. Mm -hmm. So yeah, probably Cox is confirmed it'll be in there. I don't know they haven't announced it, but they are. They did announce that they are working a Daredevil suit recording. Yeah, yeah, so and of course this is the most emotional trailer ever. Because the panel because rightfully was that most actors were there, it was one of the most, you know, tear jerking tours. And of course they also want to honor Chadwick Boseman, you know, Oh yeah. And then we get introduced to a Marvel character who's one of the first Marvel characters. Who's known as the anti hero. The one that we mentioned if you watch Endgame. This is called Black Panther Wakanda Forever. They talk about it. 
It's in November already. Yeah, that's gonna end phase four. Oh, okay. This November This is officially gonna end phase four. Mm. So, with Namor, it actually played by Mexicano. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool because they added like the Aztec kind of drawings for Atlantis, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. That even the actor was. I saw the TikToks of it. He's really overwhelmed. He's happy, and it's cool because now we get Namor, who was pretty much an anti-hero, who had rivalries with Black Panther. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to introduce them into this. Into the game, yeah. And the way this film is like also paying homage to, you know, Chadwick Boseman's character. Yeah. And you saw how his mom, like his mom had to step in now. So then he oversee Wakanda and just getting to support everybody else around him. Yeah. So now they got to like, you know, pick up pieces and stuff. So it's like a very powerful thing. And of course, Ryan Gugler, like he was real emotional and stuff saying because five years ago, Chad was there with us when we saw the movie the first trailer for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was really emotional for everybody. Yeah. So, it's going to be a film that. This is supposedly going to end the phase four for Marvel this year. Next one. Well, now we're going to the DC side. Um, this is all Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Of course, Shazam being a successful film. They decided, uh, oh, there's another one. Get a sequel. Oh. <laughs> the only one that did well for them already, and it's getting a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, it just come out like last year. That was a few years ago. At least got like the same actor. The same I feel like they just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. Oh yeah, all his family got superpowers too. Apparently, the next family. Because remember, he's still technically young kid. The villain is that new mirror, right? Look at her. What the fuck, dude? That's how you know they don't know what they're doing. They have Helen Mirren playing animes, like enemies in movie in DC movies. That's so fucking weird. Oh, 
DC movie fan outside of Batman, so it looks alright. I mean, people will watch it. I heard the first one was good, so I don't know. Sequels usually don't do well. This one looks kind of like meh. It's kind of like, I think because the way the movie was, it was geared to family. That's probably why. Sure, that's, that's good. Like, that's easy sell. I mean, it, but like, Helen Mirren in a superhero movie? It's just, nah, dude. I just, it's weird. That's definitely a check for her, but like, it's, yeah. I don't know. And here's the one that everyone's been confused about. Dwayne Johnson and Black Adam, the one that we talked about. Uh, another DC movie? Yep. His first DC movie, Black Adam. Which basically, it's almost like a prequel to Shazam. Almost because it's the same, but he's the anti-hero. This one is showing Hawkman and Dr. Fate. He's Dr. Fate. This one is Hawkman's in it. I mean, with Black Adam, I had to look into the origin of why he has the same suit as like Shazam was the original wizard. Mm-hmm. Gave him because Wapper was Black Adam, he was, you know, was a son of a, of a pharaoh sure. and he lost his son. He wanted to get revenge on the person who killed his son. And the wizard Shazam gave him the powers, but of course, he, uh, Black Adam got corrupted. To the point where he started killing everybody else, and they pretty much has to extract his power and seal him up. Then eventually, archaeologists found his tomb that he was buried in and brought him back to life. And so he starts to get destruction, basically. Because someone corrupted him again. <laughs> so that's why this suit looks familiar to you know, Billy Bats and more later on. Mm-hmm. I read the comp like I read the the origin from it on the video. Right, and that's the whole story. That's why he had the same kind of suit and so much more. Well, but he gets good. a nickname Black Adam because it was a take on Egyptian. Oh, that's gonna be confusing when people watch that movie. And, be like, it's and of course, the one that everyone's looking forward to, John Wick Four. <laughs> yes, come on, dude, John Wick, dude. Yeah, I know. It's just. This guy's a dick. Yeah, I know.
Dude, he's been a guy with nunchucks, dude. It's just called John Wick. Right now, that's I guess it's just the working. That's just the working title. So it's coming out in March of next year. Alright. I was like, they can't just call it John Wick. This is a Disney Plus series, Trash Show Treasure, and the History. TV show. It's like a short teaser. About 17 seconds. And there's a show like the new protagonist, basically. And this is the Sandman, the series for Netflix, based on Neil Gaiman's book. And they decide to gender swap tapestries, so now they go hot again. This is one of the characters that's come out saying that. Yeah. Netflix. Are you familiar with the character? I've heard of it. I never read it, but I've heard of the character, yeah. That's gonna be on Netflix. August fifth. Oh, very soon. Sweet. I'm gonna watch that. Walking Dead. We gotta see Walking Dead. I think. No, I don't watch the show. All right. God, I don't know why people watch. Tales of Walking Dead. Sorry, guys. There's a spinoff of that. Interview of Vampires to be a show. Wait, what does that say? And Rises Interview of Vampires to be a show on AMC. Oh. AMC. Chucky season two has been announced. This time. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not going right. to watch that shit. Oh, cool. There's one big thing. Dragon Ball Super. Superhero. But this film is different because the animation changed. It's going to focus on Gohan. Mm-hmm. But Toriyama wrote the story. He wrote the screenplay for it. But it's, it's supposed to be canon. So it's a sequel to both. But look at the art style. It's more like a CGI kind of. As you can see, it looks more like a 3DS. More modern? Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? That's alright. Yeah, Gohan, dude. It's gonna focus on Gohan and Piccolo are like the main heroes for this one. So we will see Goku and Vegeta because they're training, probably. Oh, Pan, dude! Oh, Broly's there too, so I think if you guys see the movie, you gotta. The, the movies are canon now. It's coming out, I believe, this fall. I'm not sure who's gonna carry it for the US audiences, so I think it's already available out of pre order.
Because we're savage. I met him, dude. Fun guy. And they had the panel for this. They had the Japanese actor for Piccolo and Christopher Sabat in the same booth, dude, the same panel. He said it was an honor to freaking meet him finally. Oh, yeah. August 19th. And of course, if you haven't seen Beavis and Butthead, if you've seen the film, definitely check out the film. Beavis and Butthead Universe on Paramount Plus because the figures are to the actual show. And the Mike Judge had a panel, and they asked him like about Tina Hill. I was just one of the questions about the Tina Hill revival. He's saying that he's positive it's going to happen. That it's going to happen eventually. But right now, he's promoting the series. So this is a clip from Beavis and Butthead series that's going to be on Paramount Plus. Guys, we're just talking about trailers because that's what Comic Con is. People plus the like comics and stuff. Yeah, there's just comics being announced. The big thing people go see is the trailer. Here we go. <laughs> so I think he's like these shorts now, I guess. Yeah. Scenes from the special one. So he show like selected scenes. Special. <laughs> fire! Fire! Dumpster fires. <laughs> a flashback. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Three years old. That's kind of that's funny though. The, the, the voice of the fire. I don't know. He sounds familiar. The movie was real funny though, because it takes place in modern now. Because it was like back in the modern time. Yeah, I know. You gotta watch the movie. It's like a, it's like almost like a pilot, basically. Attraction. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're gonna look at um TikTok videos now. You know how they always did music videos in the past? Now they're gonna commentate on TikTok videos. He's definitely a So they had to get like rights to these videos. They had to pay rights to these TikTok videos. Like, 
That's doesn't want to This is but that's basically the humor you're going to get with them. Um, this is season three of D-Man Masters of the Universe on Netflix, the DC show. Um, Resident Alien, this is the show on Sci-Fi, which I got to finish. It's on actual on Peacock. It's really good. It's a really good show, guys. Um, Resident Aliens, you know, um, Alan Tunlick is there. He pretty much, he's an alien. He crash lands. Takes a form of this doctor, finds out this guy's like a doctor from a small town, and he tries to pretend to be a human. This is called Mythic Quest. It's one that's on Apple TV, isn't it? Sure. I saw that Apple TV, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got Joe Maganello, dude. Nice. Popolis, I think this is a show that's on Fox. What the one looks like. First Family Guy season 21. Nothing to say about there. Looks like they're going to be like topical humor. Looks like Peter getting carried by Amazon drones based on this video. Um, see, season 3, I've never seen the show. See, and that's the one with um, Jason Momoa. It's a rock video series. Um, American Dad season 17 for PBS. Um, Little Demon. Show with Ryan Tomato TV, I guess it's called. But don't forget Ryan Tomato TV. I didn't know they were going to have their own TV service. <laughs> Vampire Academy, they're not a Ryan Tomato show. The Batwheels, meet the Batwheels. Oh my god, it's like cars, but DC, dude. Oh my god. No, that's ridiculous. It's like all the Batman cars, I'm guessing. This might be like a two screen kid show. Idol Zone with a SpongeBob Universe special. Ooh, Transformers, new Transformers series. Transformers Earth Spark. Oh, here we go, another Marvel thing. Uh, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur show. It's an animated show. We read the comics and read Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Go mm. Cup Barbarian. Studios, December 19th. Dragon Prince, season four for Netflix, which I still gotta watch Dragon Prince. I'm still like, I think I'm like the first few episodes of Dragon Prince, but I definitely gotta watch. It's one of the animators who worked on Avatar. And I just found out, well, that's all the, the trailers they released for Comic Con, but what's in the news? Um, basically, they announced for, if you're a big fan of Avatar Last Airbender, you know, they announced they're going to do movies. You know, Avatar Universe, they did announce that they're actually going to do a movie, anime movie for Netflix. It's going to be um, at the gang and the gang when they're adults. Something that we never got to see. We always saw clips of it in Korra, but you actually have the, the adult version of the end of the game for young adults. Mm. So, like I said, Sandman, TV, House of Dragons. Um, we got Evan said first movie bringing back King of the Kings. Spider Man freshman years. They're pretty much the way they're giving it. It's like a almost like a comic book esque feel. Norman Osborn. This is. Basically, a what if. Oh. It's not going to be canon, but it's showing Spider Man if this is first year if Norman Osborne was at that school. Right. And Norman Osborne and Harry are African American. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see, like, you know, Dr. Octavius, all this. But it's going to be a Tom Tom, um, Tony Cox will be there as Daredevil, but he's been, the Tom Holland will not play Peter Parker. So, X Men 97 was shown. As well, they're, they show who's going to be back. The original lineup, they show who's going to be the villains, and they're showing where the original series left off with uh, Magneto leading the X Men. Remember, back, um, if you remember the series, Professor Xavier went to space, and Magneto was put in charge of the X Men. So they show Magneto's new suit. Um, and if you remember, um, they, they did, and they also they announced the Disney Plus, they fixed the episode order of X Men. They finally fixed it. It's an original story. 
Um, T Titans go. Looks like they you know the show. You guys, Zack Snyder to guest star. <laughs> uh, and then of course Keanu, his comic book that he created and co-wrote, um, Berserker, has got an anime two season anime adaptation for Netflix. And then they announced um, Gremlin's Secret of the Mogwai. It's going to be a TV series with the original actor who was the caretaker of um, Gizmo. He'll be in there as well. And Silver Opposites got announced a Halloween special. Mm. And um, that's cool. Got like five minutes. Um, Comic wise, um, they announced that um, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles are teaming up again. Um, That TMT's The Last Ronin is getting another story. Be called the lost event, the lost stories. Because if, if you remember, um, Peter Laird and Kevin said reunited to bring the story of the last one in, which I got it, I gotta read it. Um, uh, but they didn't announce they're gonna go back in the universe, but it's gonna be like the lost adventures. Uh, then Marvel's next great thing is the comic source I got planned coming in. DC's got a dark crisis, the Earth sequel. Um, another thing's, um, they have the awards for the Eisner winners, like Juji Ito won an award. For his like horror manga as well. Of course, um, talk about like the winners and losers. See what they his mom said. Um, based on the triggers, because we got three minutes. Um, just your reaction. What do you think of Comic Con this year, based on the news and stuff? Uh, what's one thing that you look forward to seeing, based on all these triggers I just show you and stuff? I mean, it wasn't anything. I guess it wasn't anything too new to me. I mean. The Lord of the Rings, it was nice to get a trailer finally. It was more or less knowing it was going to be made, so it was cool to see a trailer. Um, excited to see that. I guess some of the Marvel stuff i like to catch up on. Um, I definitely want to see Wakanda Forever. That looks cool. Both of those look promising, uh, but a series compared to a movie is different. Uh, but I feel like the Black Panther movie looks like it's going to be pretty fun and good and exciting. So uh, I look more forward to that. Considering that's coming out a lot sooner than I thought. Um, I do like that they're doing that where they're showing you trailers pretty close to release dates. So as opposed to like, I feel like previous conventions, people are kind of going with the notion of like, oh yeah, we're going to see things that are probably going to be released in a year or two, but not that they're able to kind of chug these things faster with technology being better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised. And more people trying to invest in series as, over uh, movies because it's just a better investment for the studios overall. Uh, sorry guys, that's just business. Movies don't make money the way they used to back then because uh, people expect more, which I think is a good thing. Um, but in return, these people who do have money to invest in movies tell them, quote unquote, launder their money. That that's a you know it's a big deal for them to get their return on investment and more. So. We got to just, I think it's good that we're going to see more TV series being made um, and more quality stuff being put out for okay. the streaming services. Yeah, so we'll go into the detail. Let's go ahead and take a bad break and then we'll come back and talk about the Marvel Face Live. I think we're done, dude. It's almost an hour, isn't it? Yeah. We'll go over that next time. So yeah. next time we'll go over, we're running out of time, but we'll go over the Marvel Face Live. Yeah, because we got to, we, we need a lot a, of stuff. There's we need to pull up a graph, too, because there's a lot of shit they announced. But overall, I enjoyed. The clips that we had, so hopefully, I love yeah. that there are a lot of the trailers. There's lots to talk about. We're not that much time, so thank you so much for joining us. Come back for part two of our Comic Con reaction, and we'll go deep into more stuff of our reactions to Comic Con. But make sure to follow us on social media at PopCult85. Like us on Facebook. We got merch at Threatless, talkpopculture.threatless.com. Thank you to Expressive Again, Anchor, and Poddex for sponsoring podcast. Make sure to follow. Give us five stars on Apple. We'll see you guys in the soon. Geek on. Take care.